So something that it could uh, be worth their while to become conscious of is our tendency, uh, uh, our almost universal natural tendency, to tell stories uh, uh, about myself and to characterize our own self. For example, uh, to, to think of myself as such and such person. I am defined by my occupation. I'm a, uh, I'm a writer. I'm a politician. I'm an actor and actress. A CEO, a secretary, a sanitation disposal engineer, so forth and so on. Maybe I don't really identify with that, but I identify as a, a, as a mother, a father, an aunt, an uncle, a, a child. I identify in, in other terms, cultural terms, in, uh, in terms of uh, my personality. I, I characterize myself. I'm shy. I'm uh, boisterous. I'm introverted. I'm extroverted. I'm uh, creative. Uh, artistic or not artistic, not creative, I'm a good person, I'm a bad person, so we tend to do this, and we can ask, is it to our benefit or not, because if it's to our benefit, then we should do it, then we should do it more, we should extra do it, but if it's not to our benefit, we don't want to do it, because we want to do things that are to our benefit, we have our self-interest, which we ought to follow, except our real self-interest, right, not just our perceived self-interest, so the immediate benefit that comes to mind is uh, it's, uh, vanity is a tremendous compulsion. If I see myself as a particular kind of person uh, that ought to do such and such things, that can be a, a driving force. We see that one of the last things uh, to leave an individual, uh, even after everything else has left him or her, meaning a person might be uh, already 120, excuse me, might be suffering from degenerative brain disease, although certainly not a guarantee just because of the age, but it's possible meaning Alzheimer's, dementia, something like that, a person might uh, be reduced to the humblest uh, material circumstances and be left with the most minute mental powers, and yet the vanity is still there uh, uh, to whatever extent it, it possible. So maybe a person, uh, a person's whole life, he or she thought of him or herself as, as very cultured and very classy and very removed from the vulgar, uh, non-human masses. Maybe the person was a, had an artistic side or had a, a, came from an aristocratic family or whatever the case may be. So now the person may not remember his or her name and yet that kind of vanity remains. You know, maybe a caretaker comes up to, to, the, to the person and, and the, the person says, get away from me. Who are you? Right? Something that I don't even know who I am. I don't know my name, but I know to say, get away. You're not that good enough to, to, to take care of me or something. So we see that vanity. We cling to it tooth and nail. It almost never goes away. And consequently, if I characterize myself as, for example, uh, I am a winner. I'm a champ. You know, I always win the business deal. I always succeed in the, uh, uh, financially. I'm going to really, really try to, to, to live up to that because I know it, it would be really catastrophic uh, to, to not so do if, if things really go against my image. For instance, there was a, a, a story. There's a fellow that uh, was a, a, a strong fellow, worked out a lot in the gym, uh, was, a, was a bodybuilder of sorts and had an image that is very tough, very strong. And one day uh, he frequented uh, uh, an adult uh, martial arts facility uh, where people did a, a sport uh, consistent out of uh, uh, submitting people with chokes and locks and things like that. And the fellow had never done this sport uh, and yet he expected that he would be supremely dominant because that was his self-image. Uh, that, that was his vanity. You know, I'm just uh, uh, I'm the alpha male around these parts. 
All right, so he walked in there and, and he got destroyed, obviously picked apart by, by much smaller people than him because without skill, that's a sport where you're not going to succeed in. Uh, and uh, after that, uh, what apparently occurred uh, is that, as the account goes, that he absolutely fell apart. Uh, he absolutely fell apart uh, and he was set to get married. He called off his engagement. He stopped working. He got depressed, stopped working out, all these things because his uh, self-image did not allow for such for something like this to occur to him, that, that I'm going to get my, my butt whooped and, and the, get the floor mopped with it. It just, it just doesn't fly. That's it. My entire being has just been torn into shreds. So it stands to reason that a person will, will do anything and everything possible to uh, maintain that. Uh, and um, again, I have an image that I am... Uh, uh, such and uh, such and such person, uh, you know. I always do this and that. I'll probably do it. You know, I'm I'm very clean. I'm very cleanly. I form my image around that. I'm a clean uh, person. So I'm going to do everything possible to clean. So there there appears to be some kind of benefit. But the drawback here uh, that immediately also comes to mind is that um, <laughs> it's one thing if we set a standard for ourselves. I will compete up to the standard. But it's another thing if we say point blank what we are or are not. For example, by the way of, of that fellow, it's one thing if he said, you know, I never quit. I'm very tough. Even though I showed up here, I'm still not going to quit. I'm going to let my, my butt get whooped for hours and hours until everybody's done whooping my butt. And then they'll, they'll leave and I'll stay and I'll be triumphant, triumph, triumphant, however you pronounce it. I'll triumph as it concerns my will. That's something I can control. But whether or not I'm really truly the baddest dude on the planet, I, I you know, I can aspire to that. But for me to, to form that self-image without even knowing the basics about basic combat sports, such as this one, is ridiculous. And, and here there's two options. Either I'm going to shy away from a reality check, as most people do that have a self-image, or I will break after I do have a reality check. Unless... I can form that self-image in the context of reality. I'm already a fighter. I'm already a competitive athlete. And in the process of competing and winning, I form an image. But here it's going to be a durable image because it's, 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 in light, it's, it's in light of reality. And even then we see how traumatic it then it is to, for, for an athlete to see his or her powers decline with age because then it was real. Right? I really was the, one of the fastest people on earth, or the best swimmers, or this or that. Now I see younger people are beating me. It's also very traumatic, but at least here it's reality-based and, and all that. But usually it's not reality-based. Usually it's simply some, uh, something that is, has formed. So likewise, if I form a self-image that... I'm a very uh, um, cultured, classy person. I'm, I'm removed from the, the unrefined, vulgar, brute uh, uh, kind of multitude uh, of the public. Then, obviously, we can see how that, that puts an eternal stumbling block uh, or a barrier between me and any real love and connection with humanity of which I am a part. Believe it or not, uh, and, and I can never escape my selfishness. I can never transcend myself. Because part and parcel of my image is that I'm not like the regular person. I'm not like the average person. I'm something special. I'm something unique. You know, I'm not like them. And then I'm stuck with my own little petty, petty uh, vain self. Right? Or, for example, I set a self-image that I am a, a good person. Right? I'm, a great, I'm a great guy or girl. I'm just a good individual. You know, I give to charity. I'm kind. I take care of people. This or that. The, the problem here, it's also seemingly positive, and yet the problem is that there's a limit to, 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 to the extent to which we can know ourselves. Uh, there's many, many layers as any half-decent 
student of the human psyche would tell us, meaning psychologists and such, would tell us there's many, many layers to uh, individual. There's many, many depths. And to know all of these depths is, is, is probably impossible and certainly uh, not uh, uh, not likely. So consequently, when I say I'm a good person, I'm making an unequivocal statement about the, the entirety of a being that I, I am not familiar with. And what it most likely is is simply, again, that attempt to contextualize myself for, for some kind of, uh, as a psychological crutch, as a self-esteem uh, subsidy, as opposed to anything more than that. So here the problem would be, that, uh, let's say, that um, I find uh, myself, despite being the great, amazing person that I am, I find that I'm, I get angry at this person. I hate this person. I'm jealous of this person. I, uh, I, I got enraged on the road and I started hunking and, and, and screaming and all these kinds of things. How do I explain this, this thing? How do I explain it? If I'm a great person, well, it must be that the other person is evil. It must be that the other individuals that I'm dealing with are evil. So here I have a... Uh, 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 not only a permission, but an absolute obligation to go and, 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 and hate these people and even potentially destroy them. And that's why we see some of the most destructive uh, uh, people in the world, people on a, on a, on a real level, on a, meaning on a genocidal level, were people that all thought of themselves as phenomenal great people. Why? Because I am righteousness incarnate. I am morally, ethically superior uh, and, and, and amazing. And consequently, if these people are against me, if they, they, they have a problem with me, it must mean that they're evil. They don't deserve to live. They're subhuman. They're absolutely nothing. And they ought to be destroyed. So again, we can interview individuals that have personally oversaw or, or, or took the lives of, of thousands and thousands of people. And they would say, I'm a great individual. I'm a good person. It's the people that, whose lives that I, uh, that I took. Those are the evil ones. So we see how problematic it can be. We don't really know ourselves. We, we can't really make such a global universal statement. I am a good person. What in the world does that mean? So we see also it's a drawback. And just so, the other examples we mentioned, right, what do we say? A person characterized himself as a good family member, a good mother, father, child. So here also, uh, if I say that I am a good mother, I say that I am a good father, then the emphasis is not on the, 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 the child. The emphasis is on me being a good mother or a good father. Right? And, and consequently, there might be, again, a positive that I try to live up to that, but it might be a negative because let's say that my child disagrees and says, no, you're a bad mother or father. Excuse me. What do I do then? What do I do then? Then, and which is very possible, for example, if in the course of upbringing, I have to put discipline, I have to discipline my child, I have to, 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 to put some holds and limits on, on what he or she does. What do I do then? One thing is I do whatever it takes for the child to change his or her opinion. No, 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 I'm sorry. I'll get you, I'll get you uh, this toy uh, from uh, the, the internet. I'll, uh, I'll let you play additional video games. Please, please, just don't be mad at me. Don't call me a bad parent. Please, 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 baby, please. That's one thing I can do. Another thing I could do is I can mean to hate the child and say, you see, my child is so evil. My child is so worthless and stupid that he or she believes that me, the great, phenomenal, amazing parent that I am, is a bad parent. Can you believe it? We say to, to uh, whoever will listen, or at least to ourselves, and we see this uh, uh, very, very often, where a person is absolutely, without a doubt, willing to hate their own children. Why? Because the, 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 the child contradicts the parent's image. I'm a great parent. If not to you, then to somebody else, right? Let me go find another child, if it was possible. So also we see, uh, it, it would seem to be a, a positive thing, but really it may well turn out to be a negative thing. 
what other examples can we give? Um, well, you know, if we characterize ourselves, we mentioned, right, a person says, I'm very introverted, I'm very extroverted, I'm very shy, I'm very uh, hyperactive, things like that. Also, I've characterized, I've made a global kind of view of myself and now I, I, I'm compelled to live up to it. If I say I'm the kind of person that doesn't really get along with others, well, then in each and every interaction, I'm self-aware in this way. I'm thinking, here is the, the kind of person that does not get along well with others, all right? And, and, and consequently, what is that? The, the positive thing? We could say, okay, what about the opposite? I'm the kind of person that gets along with others. Isn't that a good self-image? Let's think it through. So here, uh, uh, let's say I have this self-image and then I come across a person that I just don't get along with or that doesn't get along with me. I'm a people pleaser. I love when people love me and I love to love people. It brings me emotional gratification. Here's an individual that I just don't jive with. So what gives? Again, it must be that the individual is bad. It must be that the individual is evil, that forget them. They don't count uh, as it concerns. Excuse me, my love of people and, and, and I'm not going to help them, whoever this individual was, you know, because I am a, a people person. I'm supposed to positively impact everybody. I'm a great uh, viber. I'm the kind of person that, again, has a, a, a positive effect on everybody. I don't have a positive effect on this person. Forget this person. They're, 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 they're dark. They're evil. They don't count, right? We, we get the point. So also, not such a good thing. Uh, and the same thing, again, I say I'm introverted, I say I'm extroverted, now I'm forcing myself to conform to, to this kind of image, and, and if I don't, there's a contra- the contradiction, uh, all, all these kinds of things. So anyhow, we would say that as, as many positives as there might be at first glance, the, the forming a self-image and a characterization, there might ultimately be more drawbacks, and consequently, we may want to ultimately try to move away from that frame of mind but the question is how what instead what then do we do if we stop telling stories about ourselves and stop characterizing ourselves how do we then function how do we go about our life so uh, another alternative seemingly here is simply to continually ask myself in any given situation any given interaction any given relationship to ask ourselves what is required of me what is the truth and then to try to live up to it best we can. So, for example, instead of characterizing myself as a good person, I can simply say, what is the truth of, of a given uh, situation? I'm talking with this person. What does this person need from me? First off, is this person real? Because right? normally we live in our own head. We're the only real ones, and, 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 and we just have fantasies about other people and, and all of this. I'm a good person. I'm a bad person. But really, I'm the star of the show. Everybody's just a supporting character, and they're not, not, not actually real like I am. So first of all, I have to acknowledge the reality of the other person. If I believe that's true, right? I could, I could say it's not true. I'm, I'm the only real one. You're all part of my dream. You're all part of my, uh, you know, fantasy. Okay, let, let, then be consistent with that, right? Don't uh, say that and then say I want to save the world and do charity and world peace and and all of this. Be consistent. So we figure out: uh, uh, can I make other people real to me or not? Or will I subsist in my selfish self uh, delusion here? If we make other people real, okay, they exist just like me. Now, what does this person need from me? Maybe I need to be kind to this person. Maybe I need to be cruel to this person. Maybe I need to give to this person. Maybe I need to not give to this person. Maybe on occasion take from them, not when it's not acceptable, like stealing, but maybe in some situation, a kid, I have to take, uh, my kid, I have to take the the cookie away, something that, depending on the situation, right? And that's it. And I prevent that characterization. I don't say I'm a good person. I don't say I'm a bad person. I just simply try to think about what's true, what is my duty, and then I try to do it. 
right? Some of the other examples we gave, let's say, uh, I'm a parent. I don't say I'm a good parent. I'm a good mother. I'm a good father or I'm a bad parent. I just try to, again, think, what does my kid need from me? My kid is real. I try to figure that out and not just an extension of my fantasy and my narcissism. Now, what does the kid need from me? Does the kid need discipline in this moment? Then I'll try to provide it. Does the kid need love? I'll try to provide it. Does the kid need, uh, again, something taken away? I'll try to take it away. Something to be given? I'll try to give it. Whatever the case may be, I simply try to fulfill my duty and do what it is that I have to do based on the situation, right? Or, for example, um, instead of characterizing myself uh, in, in some kind of pernicious, uh, vain way, I'm the, a kind of classy person or a cultural person or a person that is, is very special and removed from the masses, I can ask myself, do I have any latent potentialities that I can realize, meaning any talents or abilities that I can bring out of myself? If I do, then why don't I do that? For the sake of me and for the sake of others. For the sake of others, for the sake of me. One and all, all in one. Why don't I do that? Without making it a narrative, without making it a drama, without making it a, a, a tale from medieval times. You know, the hero has emerged and now is who knows what. Let me just work hard and really try to become what I can be and do what I can do. I don't have to be uh, 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 make these blanket statements. I'm superior to the the unrefined masses or whatnot, right? and so forth and so on. Or for example, again, we said, uh, you know, I, I call myself introverted, extroverted, shy, a people person, not a people person. Also, why don't I just think, what does the situation demand of me? Am I supposed to be active now or am I supposed to be a little bit relaxed? That's what I'll try to do. I may, uh, uh, you know, be naturally fearful of certain situations, but if I have to do it, I'm just going to try to do it. I, I have to public speak, I'll try to public speak. I have to go on a roller coaster, I'll try to go on a roller coaster. I don't have to, I won't, but I don't have to say I'm a fearful person. I'm the kind of person that's scared or I'm not the kind of person that's scared. I'm a daredevil. I always, I'm an adrenaline junkie. I don't need to tell these stories about myself. I can just ask, what is it that I need to do and how do I do it? All right, also, I think we mentioned uh, uh, self-images concerning uh, one's uh, kind of professional uh, uh, aspects. You know, I'm a, I'm a very successful person. I'm the kind of person that uh, that always wins in every deal, uh, that I always earn a lot of money. Also, as we can imagine, can create a lot of problems. So here, instead, we would, we would ask ourselves, how can I uh, create value? What is money, first of all? Money is, in its pure form, uh, a validation that I have done something for somebody else. If I was the only person on earth, there would be no money. Unless I somehow set up a system with my future self. You know, I do a, a good thing. I get my, I write it out for myself. Then I can go and eat a cookie. Who knows? But uh, uh, aside from that, there, there would be no money. I need other people and I need to do things for other people that they find desirable. If I do that, then an, another person can do the equivalent of writing on a slip of paper. You've re- done something good for me. Now, whoever sees the slip of paper, please do something good for this person. All right? So, for example, uh, uh, maybe I'm able to uh, bake a, a loaf of bread and then I'm able to give it to a person that is in need of it. Now, that person whom I gave the loaf of bread to, maybe their job in life, the way they provide value is they clean um, uh, they, they clean porta potty. So now the person uh, cleaned the porta potty, did provided a service for the owner of the porta potty, got a slip of paper saying, Thank you for cleaning my porta potty. Now you can get something in return. Now that person gave it to the person who baked the bread and got the bread in return. Now the person who baked the bread with that slip can go 
and, and give it to, uh, say, a person that uh, fuels up vehicles uh, and, and have the vehicle fueled up. And, and, so, and the cycle continues. And the person who fueled up the vehicle can give that slip to somebody that, uh, or to a company that is in charge of his or her electric uh, or phone service or something like that. And again, the cycle continues. So we see, obviously, that sl those slips of paper here uh, would be uh, what we call money, cash, credit, uh, checks, wh whatever the case may be. But that's the, its conceptual function is this kind of exchange uh, or this kind of these symbols of, of having created value. So here, if I'm concerned with professional success, I can con consider what money is and then I can ask myself, how in light of, of the definition of money can I get money in a legitimate way? Should I rob a bank? Probably not. Probably it'll be self-defeating. Should I scam people? Probably not. Should I run a scheme where there's no real value created? Probably not. So what can I do? Why don't I try to create that value, create those, those uh, goods and services that are desirable? Except truly, and not to try to trick people and manipulate people into wanting something that is not truly to their good uh, by pandering to their weakness. For example, maybe uh, uh, there's a, a subset of individuals that cannot live uh, uh, with themselves just in an in a unadulterated, so say, mental state. So consequently, I can offer them substances that will temporarily lead them to a desirable mental state and yet ultimately lead to their destruction. In the process, maybe I'll get very wealthy. But in the end, will I have done something for myself by destroying myself ethically, destroying my capacity to, again, step outside of my selfishness? No, because I strictly served that selfishness and I made it pathological and ingrained. So there's no way that I'll be successful as a human being. So why don't I then try to actually create goods and services that are truly desirable uh, and beneficial for others? And if I can succeed at doing in doing so on a large scale, then I will have uh, I'll be what's called professionally successful. But I don't need to form an image or a story out of it. I'm the kind of person that is like this. That always that uh, you know makes money that always right because then i might be in a situation where for me to live up to that self-image i might have to hurt people manipulate people and scam people and uh, it, it betray my own values all right but you know my self-image i gotta do it so it's also there's that alternative just to think about what's true and how do we do it so anyhow that's the idea we would say that ultimately as useful as it might be in some ways uh, self-images self-characterizations vanity uh, are not to our benefit uh, concerning self-characterizations. We would obviously distinguish that from recognizing a pattern, especially one that needs to be uh, improved upon. For example, I see I always eat uh, extra, uh, and that has led to weight gain. I, sh I can and should recognize that to try to fix it, but not to form a narrative. I'm the kind of person that always eats extra. It's part and parcel of my very innermost being, and there's nothing I can do to change. Now, I recognize the pattern. If it's negative, I can try to change it, so we want to watch out for that. But other than that, we want to avoid those kinds of things. Instead, we want to ask ourselves what is true, what is right, what is my duty, what is the reality, and how do I best live up to it in any given situation, any given interaction, any given relationship? That might be the better bet. So let's think about it. Thank you for listening.